0: Pop culture questions, only one podcast knows. Nerds that know, later on.
1: From the greatest minds from around the world, this is the Nerds that know. Stash here, along a wonderful group of friends, family, cohorts, and fellow nerds. Please, one and all, introduce yourself on this most glorious Matrix Eve.
0: <laughs> Fox, resurrection. Fox. Fox here, and I am excited to talk about NDK later.
2: <laughs> yes, there, there is much, much to talk about. Bobby here. Uh, sorry, I missed you guys last week. Um, no. Bunch of stuff going on, and then I went down to Meow Wolf um, over the weekend. So,
1: wait, ours?
2: No, i in Santa Fe. Oh, nice! I wanted to see the original before I saw the new one, but I do already have tickets for two different shows to the one here in Denver. Mm, oh,
0: okay,
1: nice! I may go tomorrow, depending on I actually get the ticket or
2: not. So, well, I have friends who are working there, and I'm in there, so you know. And the one in in Santa Fe was very cool. Yeah,
1: awesome.
2: Tank, what did you get up to this weekend?
3: I went and saw Candyman on Friday. I That's very scary. Uh, it's it's not super scary, but it is really cool. There's a uh, cool, a lot of interesting tieback, throwback and great backstory for the why the Candyman exists.
2: I hear uh, that our 13-year-old niece really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, she enjoyed it quite a bit. is about the right age for like, horror to really be taking off in your life.
2: <laughs> She's been a horror fan since she was like 7.
3: Yeah, she actually really digs horror stuff.
2: Yeah, and so this is our lovely Ella, who is going to be doing a review of Candyman from um, the young Teach perspective. So we'll get a review from Tank as well. See how closely those match up.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, I'm excited to talk about The Matrix, so we're going to talk about The Matrix because I'm super excited to talk about The Matrix because I fucking love those movies. And... The trailer is exciting to me. Do you like the third one? I Honestly, I don't think it deserves as much hate as everyone gets it. I understand what they were doing, and I won't say they executed it quite right, but I think they did some interesting things with that episode.
2: Okay. It wasn't an episode. It was a full movie.
1: I know. I You're trying kind to of treat it like Star Wars. <laughs> That's it. Let's not let's associate something I love with something I do not.
0: Star Wars, huh? It's fine. But Matrix is probably
1: my most watched franchise of any. Just like I can I can put those movies on in the background and like know everything that goes on. The perfect reading movies.
0: And the first one is a trans allegory.
1: The first one's a great story, and
0: the first,
3: let's be fair, the one is the best one. Probably quite a bit, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> second and third are uh, I don't think they're as awful as people. I thought the second one was good. Um, but they did some weird stuff with the story that did not play out the way they wanted it to, I think.
1: I don't know. I think they had a very specific vision, and if they were going to receive that vision come hell or high water, and they did. And I don't think all of it worked, but I think for the time, it was fascinating This and it was an informative time of my life. Understandable. It's like, I... I'm very excited for tomorrow. Tomorrow can just get here already. That would be great. And I could watch the trailer, which is supposed to drop at some point. But this teaser, let's talk about this
2: teaser. What know. they did with it was really fucking cool.
1: It was. like The way they incorporated what time you are seeing the trailer into the trailer. I mean, I know it just reads your general. Area, but that's still a really cool feature to incorporate. And it's voiced by the actor for all of those different time I mean, I'm assuming it's space, so he only had to do the hours and then the minutes. But
2: even still, that's a substantial period of recording. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's smart. They set up a smart of them so that it reads where you are and spits out the right time for you. Yep, it's just general location. But mm-hmm. I also
1: really like the choice of pills you get. You get the choice between the red, red or the blue pill and show you their trailers. Mm-hmm. And they are like I just watched them both back and forth three times. Mm-hmm. And some pretty big differences between them. Oh yeah. I'm uh I'm really curious to see
2: what a trailer actually is following something like this. Well, you know that the trailer is going to be something epic if this is what they're doing just as a teaser. I mean, I would hope it incorporates some
1: elements because they have this now. I would like for them to use it for more than just the teaser. As cool as that is, It'd be nice if maybe they were just testing the algorithm they were going to use in the trade a more substantial way. But who knows? We'll see. I mean, the Matrix at the time was cutting edge technology. It looks like they're still trying to maintain that level of innovation, even this much after the heyday, because the first one came out in 99. I think the last one came out in, what, 2004? I want to I say I believe four. that's right. Yeah. yeah. So it has been a substantial period of time. I mean, the Animatrix followed that um, I want to say maybe six months after the last movie. Like that, yeah. But after that, there hasn't really been a ton of innovation. There's been a couple of games. There's been Uh, So I'm really going to see how they revitalize this franchise and if this will just be a throwback to the uber fans of Matrix like myself, or if it will be something that strikes the series and bring new people in.
2: Well, I think that they're going to try to hit the nostalgia as well as reach new people.
3: No, they're probably going to try to give it the um, Force Awakens treatment, I'm guessing. Yeah, I just
1: I don't know if they're going to be able to succeed.
2: Well, I think that this will be um, Keanu Reeves' more successful long-awaited sequel. Uh, than was the Bill and Ted long-awaited sequel. I'm- you know you what? Did, uh, Bill and Ted
0: did what it was supposed to do. It's a silly movie. I didn't
2: say Bill and Ted was bad. <laughs> I said that Keanu Reeves will get more financial compensation for this new Matrix movie than probably from Bill and Ted.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to give it all
2: away. And that, um, and that the Matrix, I think, will reach more people. Um, new and old fans. Whereas yes, Bill and Ted... Did really was like a hard nostalgia thing
1: yeah it's gonna tap into a much larger fan base yeah i mean because even the people who were disappointed in the third movie which you have the right to be i still think they did a very interesting thing for them and it captivated a lot of people like I remember seeing the third Matrix movie in the IMAX, and it was standing room only. It's like
2: I hope that movie. we can do IMAX for this new Matrix movie.
1: I don't know if I want to do IMAX or if I'm just going to do the Alamo
2: again. <laughs> Alamo just needs to get an IMAX.
1: They have the really big with the Adobe that's super nice, but it's not. IMAX. It's closed, but Adobe Digital XD or whatever it is. Yeah. It's a super advanced bullshit one that's actually really cool. It just costs like $35 for two tickets. Um, but, I mean, I'm super excited for tomorrow. I mean, knock on wood that we're going to have something of quality, and it- If not quality, just the fucking nostalgia trip that I fucking want. Man, I want to actually watch all three of these movies again, back to back to back, and go back to the animatrix. God knows I haven't watched that in years. Yeah, that one's kind
3: of the bastard son of the group. It is,
1: but it tells some very interesting stories, and the animation that was done in it was spectacularly varied. It was a pioneer of love. Death and robots. Essentially,
3: it was visually impressive, but I don't think that that's ever been the issue. Because even the, the second and third movies, which are not as heralded as the original, there was nothing wrong with the visuals. Oh God! Yeah, they were over the top. They were crazy. They were as good of quality as you could possibly get at the time that they were made. So their visual storytelling has always been very good. Mm-hmm. It's just when the storyline doesn't match up is where it becomes an issue. Yeah, it's... I don't
1: know. It's been 15 years. I mean, hopefully they have refined their narrative uh, structure a little bit.
2: At least somewhat.
1: I'm assuming they have
3: a little bit, yeah.
1: Yeah, I just... I hope they leave the whole thing out of it this time, because, like, that really fucked me other third one. That was
3: part of the unnecessary part that I was talking about.
2: Hashtag, yeah. leave out Jesus. Like, sorry? Hashtag, leave out Jesus.
3: Um, and this one's only Delana, right? I think
2: so.
1: I haven't actually looked up a ton of details about it. Because once I go down that hole, I'm going to start getting conspiracy bullshit and taking sources that I should press word. Right, I'm, I'm looking. Like, okay, it is just Lana.
3: Yeah. It's just Lana on this one. So, I don't know, maybe having a singular vision might, you know, not mind the waters pretty. as much.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, we'll see, we'll get our first real taste tomorrow, both, and we will have a nice hot take for you guys next week. I'm excited. Definitely.
2: really stash i couldn't tell you were excited about this at
1: all i know you want me to go get my matrix bullshit because i have so much that i'm
3: saying why do you think he's got that thing on his left he's trying to cover up his (laughs) chubby i am
1: it's true it has nothing to do with me getting this at ndk speaking of conventions
2: all right well i guess we're gonna jump over to ndk
0: yeah, um, I went, well, I tried to go all three days, uh, but we got late on Friday to register. Uh, so I went Saturday, Sunday, and it's at a new venue. Um, a venue. Yeah, it's really nice. It's huge. If you stayed in the hotel, there's a literal water park there. We had some friends who stayed there and gave us wristbands, and it was so nice. I was so burnt out on Sunday, and they gave us wristbands for the water park, and I just laid in a tube and looked on the lazy river with my sunglasses on and my eyes closed like this for like an hour (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the the energy i feel like is different this year um because obviously we didn't get to go last year and people were so excited you know i i always talk to strangers and make friends when i'm there but it was so much more this year and not only that the cosplays were next level because everyone had an extra year to work on their cosplay it was a really wonderful experience for me if you are in colorado anywhere if you can fly in come to ndk it's a blast
1: yeah i definitely i saw some very impressive cosplays at the convention i got this amazing picture of toothless uh getting his tail put on and it looks like a guy is just Falls deep in his ass. It's really funny. Um, it is on our Facebook page, so feel free to check that out. Um, but, like, the venue was very interesting because MDK has always been incredibly packed. Yeah. And because there was so much space, it actually felt like there weren't that many people there, even though is- they had, like, almost a record high turnout.
0: Oh yeah, I could tell there were tons of people there, but it was so spread out that it was very comfortable. hmm and then everyone was wearing masks, and social distancing. Masks were distancing. required, yeah. yeah.
1: social, which pissed me off because I was having a really good mustache day before I walked in, but
0: that's okay. I was so stoked, because I was like, "This is, I mean, it's not a good idea to get a bunch of people together, even if most of them are vaccinated. Um it's,
1: yeah, it's definitely the responsible one. why they made the correct choice.
0: Yeah. Um, but I had a great time in Artist Alley in the dealer's room. I spent like five hundred dollars.
1: On these tubes.
0: but check it out! I got a kigu, a kigurumi, for only forty-five dollars. Which on the kigurumi shop they're like
1: eighty-five. I saw the dragon one, and I was so
0: tempted. Oh. Yeah, I tail. I should have worn it for this. Yes, you should. Wait. Shame,
1: shame, shame,
0: uh, did you shame, on, shame, uh, uh, did you go to any of the panels or anything like that? I unfortunately sat in on a
1: couple for a few minutes, but not much.
0: Um, I went to uh, the AMV winner panel, that was mm-hmm. fun, um, and the show. Uh, and I think that's it for me at cons. It's all about just getting, looking hottie and acting thotty, getting drunk and walking around. Yeah. Um, so I don't go to a lot of panels. Um, I did go to the rave for like 30 minutes. Um, we went outside to smoke, cigarette. and this is like how good the culture is at NDK. Um, we. Went we're not supposed to smoke a cigarette. And some guy just brought out this huge speaker that was on like a suitcase roller and started like playing music and taking requests and stuff. And this huge party broke out. Okay. And I was like spun out of my mind and drunk. And so I was like fucking dancing my little ass off. Everybody wanted to dance with me. Like I was the belle of the ball, having a great time. I danced so hard. A couple of times, I'd just stop and go lay down on the sidewalk for a few minutes.
1: <laughs> awesome! I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I I had some really cool interactions right outside of the con People we were just kind of, you know, enjoying not having to wear a mask because they were outside, and they would just kind of pull you over into a group. And we met a Zap Branigan who was no. Yeah, he was quite the character.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, the kindest, most tank-esque
0: person I've (laughs) met. So, like, the opposite of Zap again. Yes, yes, the exact opposite. And,
1: uh, my partner and I were leaving. Uh, we talked to him for maybe 20 minutes, and it was super nice. Maybe, like, 15 minutes, but, um, like, it was really interesting seeing everyone at the conference. Like, I was invited to a guy's house. And just, I complimented him on his uh, models, and he was like, yeah, "You want to come hang out at my house? Here's a sticker with my information on it."
2: I still no, don't know. That's creepy.
1: A, I still don't. It's a sticker, though. Like, look at it.
2: Yes, please. Put this guy's home address information.
1: Uh, his home address—it's a link to his page. that you can't hardly read because my camera is fucking.
0: Um. Yeah, they had a they had a car show this year, and that was pretty cool. Uh, just, like people with like anime decals and like souped-up cars, um, which gave me the opportunity to take some very sexy photos. Uh, so that, that was good.
2: I fully hope that I get to see those not just here, but also on another website since <laughs> you were in your fluffy tail.
0: Yeah, I'll um, I'll save some for uh, P3. But yeah, I'll put up some on the Nerds That Know Facebook page so all our fans can see me looking so fine. So fine. I don't usually gas myself up like this, but I was looking
2: I've seen Holy. some of the pictures that that your girlfriend posted. And I was like, that's a nice, holy fuck, that's Fox's ass I just got <laughs> inappropriate for. Awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a interesting seeing you like that. I was like, oh my God.
0: I know. And once in a while, I serve high femme realness and I do it well, baby. It did. It did.
2: I'm to drink to you. <laughs> mm. Cheers. All right. Well, yeah. while we are, are toasting <laughs> and applauding, uh, let's pop over to uh, Dune. Where. So, what?
1: Oh, oh, the cool thing is it premiered at the, the I want to say, Best Film Festival Sorry. just last week. I want to say last week. It may have been two weeks ago. Time is a flat circle. After COVID, it no longer exists. Um, but it received a it got a a uh, advanced screening of the entire film, and at the end, it received a seven-minute standing ovation.
2: I know. I was just trying to say that.
1: Oh, sorry. Continue, Bobby.
2: No, no, it's cool. Go ahead.
1: I'm excited about that, too, because God knows Dune needs good fucking material after the, uh, let's call it less than great film from from the 80s, but I, I was genuinely shocked to hear how enthusiastic everyone was about it, because the thing about Dune is it's always very slow and pensive. So, I've always been kind of out on an adaptation like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, one thing that the original Dune had going for it is that it had uh, Kyle McLaughlin. So, you know. I'll I'll take
1: it. it, Yeah. But Kyle McLaughlin,
0: Agent Sheldon Cooper, a.k.a. the love of my life, but Patrick Stewart, aka the love of the internet. That's true. I would marry Patrick. He's still hot. Okay.
2: Uh, Spar on Patrick Stewart. Did you guys realize today is the fifty-fifth anniversary of uh, Stark original series airing on TV?
1: I did actually because it's Star Trek Day. Oh, well, that's right. It is Star Trek Day, isn't it? Yep.
2: Yeah. So. I always thought Star Trek Day should be October fourth because then it can be ten four word. Uh, but what do I know? Apparently, the uh, the Dune movie um, great reviews so far. Uh, the sequel has already um, been in filming, and there's talk about the third one getting made as well.
1: Yes, the third one will not be based on the original book. It will be based on Messiah of Doom. And they're really curious how they're going to work everything together. But the first two are put on the original Doom book. So I'm sure if you know much at all of the book, you can pretty much get the transition is. I'm not going to say anything. Cause I don't want to risk spoilers for anyone, but it's going to be a interesting, an interesting film. I'm very excited to see it. October 22nd cannot come soon enough. As long as it makes sense this time, I think we're all right.
3: <laughs> Cause David Lynch's attempt did not make sense. Made a little sense
2: if you knew the book.
0: David Lynch doesn't need to make sense.
3: That's also accurate. He doesn't make sense often, and it's still pretty good, usually.
0: David Lynch is just going for a feeling. He's just going for a feeling.
1: That's true. Somehow we have a coffee. David Lynch coffee at my company. So, I I don't know if that says about me or where I'm It's certainly interesting that he has a sponsored coffee. Seems completely
3: understandable that David Lynch has his own special coffee, also.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the coffee with the acid
3: in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it puts a little bit of wormwood in there, maybe. Cool. Yeah, there you go.
2: <clears throat> so, other movies with. Uh- Reviews better than expected. Uh, Ten Rings came out this weekend. And um, apparently got a much better uh, showing in the theaters than anybody anticipated.
1: Yeah, it was huge. Um, Yeah, massive screening. I saw it yesterday. So I'd be ready for the show, and there was at four o'clock on a Tuesday there was ten people in there, which is it is a fucking long movie though. It's like two and a half hours long. I didn't realize it was quite that long. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was good. I enjoyed it some things. Is that my mic that's doing the feedback? Yes. I think no. so. Hang on. Let's see. Alright. Hopefully that's better. Yes. Um, I could really see the moral formula a lot more in this movie. Like, there were specific characters that were very archetypal, and it was... It kind of took away some of my enjoyment from it, but at the same time, like Marvel is doing, and it definitely works. I'm going to leave the call and return, and hopefully that will fix this.
2: Okay, while Stash is gone. Uh, did anybody else see the Ten Rings? Okay. I have not yet.
3: Um, I not get a chance to. I'm hoping I could go this weekend.
2: I am planning on watching it this weekend as well. Um, but I am also moving this weekend and house sitting down in the spring. So we will see if that actually happens or not. But fingers crossed, that is on the agenda Um, while we're waiting for stash to rejoin us fox was there anything else super fabulous at ndk any cosplays that you saw that were really worth mentioning oh my god there was a guy
0: who had a full metal alchemist cosplay and he had uh what's the brother's name in the r
2: i can't remember
0: uh well he, he was wearing the armor stash now, uh full metal alchemist what's the the brother's name in the full suit of armor the like golem
1: uh, i don't know his name honestly i don't like full metal alchemist but
0: um anyway so he had the full he had the full armor on and had made like a five foot puppet of is ed the main character guy
1: yes edward yeah he had a
0: Full metal he had a full five foot tall puppet of Ed that he was carrying around. Um that was like creepy handmade.
2: That is um, awesome.
0: Was a death from a soul eater who was like eight feet tall. He was on stilts and had like a giant scythe. Um oh my god, people really brought it this year. Um yeah, just incredible, incredible stuff.
2: Awesome. Well, I can't wait to look at the pictures. Um, so uh, now that Stash has rejoined us, let's talk a little bit about the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is getting a trilogy for the Joker movie. Oh, yeah, I have some thoughts about that. We thought you would. Interesting move.
0: <laughs> yeah. I am just so sick of movies that are just disenfranchised white men who get violent about it. Like, that just happens in real life. Like, I don't want to watch a movie of it. I am sorry I would disagree with you
1: strongly there, Fox, because the entire thing about this Joker is quite different. It is a story of mental illness, but it's not a story of uh like just angry white people
0: and i well i think it's maybe an irresponsible portrayal of mental illness
2: have you seen the original have you seen the first movie with him in it (laughs) i've seen enough of it
0: um i have seen clips i'm aware of like the cultural zeitgeist and i've watched a few analyses um i just like it's like wow first time being oppressed That's
3: not really what the story is. It's about a guy that's a legitimate schizophrenic who's been lied to his entire life and has no idea who he is.
0: I think that it's something that, like, disenfranchised white men who live in our world look at and they're like, yeah, and they completely get the wrong idea from it.
3: I'm sure there are some people that do that, but you get the same response from people who play Call of Duty.
0: Absolutely, and, like, people who worship Rick Sanchez and that kind of thing. I just, like, it's not it's not for me. I don't need a trilogy. I mean,
1: I'm worried about the trilogy just because the movie had a very core theme, and it was talking about mental illness and the development of it in a culture that refuses to see and acknowledge it. And... I don't know if that will be maintainable over the course of several films. Well, and they took a very
3: non traditional approach with the Joker in this movie. It it takes bits and pieces of actual comic book lore and builds a completely different story. Um, So, where they're going is going to be interesting to find out because. Are they going to just glom onto a story that already exists and just use it? Or are they going to try and continue in this world that they've built and flesh out a whole different
1: story? I I mean, hopefully they stick with this world because the story of the world and the situation around him is what makes this a compelling film. And if they try, like, that's what made Joker successful is that it wasn't a comic book movie. It was a story about mental illness. It was a story about mental illness that just happened to take place in the DC universe. Exactly. And that's what made it successful. And if they try and force it into, like, too much comedy, I'm worried that they're going to lose what made that movie special.
2: One of the yeah. things about the movie, uh, when it first came out that we all talked about, was the fact that uh, psychology professors were talking about using this, or clips from the original movie, uh, in their lessons, uh, and actually showing different uh, clips because of the portrayal of schizophrenia. Especially
3: when you get to the end of it, and you you get the, you know... Sorry for any spoilers here. We get to the big ending that most of the story, the way that he experienced it and the way that we saw it originally, didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. This is all stuff that's taking place in his mind. It wasn't actually interactions he had with people, it was something that was in his brain.
1: I was so sad uh-huh. seeing that. Like, I rewatched it again not too long ago and just. That movie is so sad. It's very depressing. Yeah. It's very especially especially when you get to the end,
3: you're like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> this guy's just
1: Yeah.
3: Wrecked mentally. Yep.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean we'll we'll see. I have hopes for it. If they made one movie that's good, I have faith that if they keep everyone the same, they'll realize what was the magic and maintain it. It just Three movies is a lot. Yeah, I have a lot see, to ask. Yeah, I could see maybe another movie, but three seems too like too much.
2: Well, we'll see what they do. DC is notorious for fucking it up. <laughs> sure. Unfortunately accurate. So let's let's wait and see. Um Leaving the D C universe and that is completely different from the DCU uh, in the Realm of God only knows what the fuck happens. There is no cohesive uh, DC universe. Uh, let's go over to the Marvel universe and what if?
3: Which I guess we're gonna be going up. episode four this so week.
2: Um, yeah. yeah,
1: we
3: don't. So so talk was it about
2: five tonight. out today? Not
1: unless you talk about today's. is I I kind of don't want to spoil people. This
3: like it's been out for what like six hours. Uh, came out at midnight this morning, I believe. It's one of those.
2: But still, there are people who I, uh, haven't yes, had a chance to.
3: Get. Let's give people a week. Yes.
2: Let's okay. So episode four.
1: Episode four was very, very dark. It, it <laughs> was so least. good. It was so. Uh, yeah. Funny, uh, okay. Just favorite, like
2: character,
1: role character right now. I mean, I don't know if I could say that universally, but it's pretty
2: close. Um, I feel like "What If" has been going darker, and darker with each episode. Like,
3: <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: like, like if you think about the third episode where they're just like, "Hey, let me show you how he would kill everyone." Mm. You know, hashtag kill them all, but I can't actually use that because then we get on a watch list.
3: Whereas in this one, we get what would happen if a guy lost everything that he thought he needed in in the world.
1: Yeah, it was it was interesting. Like, I'm really liking this angle of the watcher. First off, but like. And then the bridge of the fourth wall. And we get the first full... Well, it visual. wasn't the fourth wall. Like,
3: no, it was... It was... Eh, kind of. Yeah. You know? It was like an imaginary
1: fourth wall that was broken in the...
3: Yeah. yeah. But
1: it was very interesting to see. Um, but... I'm so... Like, I'm so curious where this is going, where this is building, if we are going to continue to get darker and darker. I mean, from what I I saw this week's episode, it seems like they're progressively darkening the series. To a certain extent,
3: yeah, you're you're not wrong about that. What makes me wonder is, they've basically at this point decided every. Everything that's happening in the what-if universe is canon to the MCU. It may not happen in their main universe, but it happens in a universe mm. at some point.
2: Yeah.
3: How Which is going to be
2: important to the multiverse of madness.
3: Exactly. Of these things are going to cross over into multiverse or uh, uh, No Way Home or Quantumania and where they're going to be dealing with these weird multiverse
2: issues. I don't know, but we'll see.
3: Because that'd be cool if they start to bring in, because did you like if they bring in a Doctor Strange that has decided that he no longer cares about humanity as a whole, that's a very different universe to live in. I mean, it would explain some of the far from how Potentially, yeah, because the Doctor Strange that we've seen so far in their trailers is a Doctor Strange that, while he generally has a somewhat cavalier attitude, he also is very logical. So if mm-hmm. he sees something that doesn't make sense, he calls it out. It's consistent with this character. But in this one, he's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Yeah. Wait,
1: what?
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, why are you suddenly deciding that nothing matters?
1: It's um, it's very interesting. It kind of it makes sense to me that they're going to incorporate this into the future of the MCU in some way because they're having all of the Marvel movies uh, actors do the voice acting. Yeah, there's only a couple changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, I don't think they would devote that kind of resources to something that they were just going to set the wayside.
2: Well, we'll we'll wait and see what happens. I'm sure we're going to get another season of What If. I know we still have a few more episodes. I believe it's going to be an 8 to 10 um, episode run.
3: Yeah, I think more of uh, an additional season, at least one more season, is basically a guarantee. So, Just because of what it does, no matter how it ties in to anything, it doesn't tie in at all. It gives them an outlet to tell some of their world
1: stories, essentially. Exactly. I was, I was going to say, are all of these stories based off of comics that already exist? Are they just different runs? Of- yes and no. They take
3: uh, they take inspiration from stuff. Yeah, because like I know this week's episode, I have heard of that run of comics. Oh yeah, well the, the What If series is an actual run of comics. Oh, but they're okay. not they're not taking to this point. I don't think they've taken anything directly from a What If comic. But they've lifted bits and pieces of uh, Marvel's history and their lore to kind of be with. Mm-hmm. So there are connections. There's tangential connections on, in all of the stories to something that's happened in Marvel at some point. Um, but they, they're they're going off from their normal stories and telling something new. So.
2: So yeah, like I said, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes. Yeah,
1: I'm excited. Excited to see. Same here.
2: You know, I like that Marvel isn't sticking to what Josh was calling the um, the Marvel formula. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it is it is breaking apart a little bit with going somewhat somewhat darker and showing different options in a in a multiverse.
3: Well, and it kind of connects to the what they're doing in the you know, MCU mainline also, which is things are getting a little bit darker.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, things are getting a little bit scarier, a little bit more towards the thriller and the horror aspects of things. So it would make sense to kind of use this to transition that a little bit.
2: Yeah. So like I said, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is everything we have on the agenda for the eve. Uh, anyone else have anything they'd like to add?
3: Uh, Lucifer is on Friday, season six. That- uh,
1: the PlayStation showcase is tomorrow as well. I'm hoping that- there may be a crossover between that and the Matrix. We'll see. kinda of cool.
2: Well, we will talk about both of those things next week we'll see you then all right everybody normally this is the time where smurf would tell everyone run fast take chances that jazz but instead i'm going to say you know uh walk softly and carry a big stick and you know remember check out ass on any form of internet you can find because it's delicious Oh, you're too kind and on that note we bid you do
0: have a great night everyone
2: good night